welcome to Wellness Your Way. I'm your host, Megan Lyons, and I've helped thousands of people find their own way to wellness. Wellness Your Way is an extension of that work, aimed to help you find your unique path to feeling your very best. Each week, we'll go through tactical strategies you can use to improve your health, happiness, and quality of life. So grab a mug of tea or lace up your walking shoes. We're about to dive in. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to episode 170 of Wellness Your Way. We are well on our way to 200 episodes, and I'm just so grateful that you're here along this journey with me. We are now well into January, and in fact, we're even well past the unfortunately named Quitter's Day. I don't love that term because it really implies that you're on or you're off, and I don't love resolutions that make you need to feel like a robot every day where you are You have zero wiggle room in terms of reaching your goals to some standard of perfection every single day. That's not my kind of New Year's goal. I do love New Year's goals and the New Year's energy. And so if you're still feeling that, that's fantastic. But if today is a day when you look back and you think, hmm, maybe I'm not living in alignment with that best self that I envisioned for 2024, then let me offer to you that it's a fantastic day to recommit to your goals. Today is better than tomorrow, which is better than next Monday, which is better than next month. Just do it today. Don't waste your time, energy, brain power looking back and belaboring the fact that you weren't as consistent over the past 23 days as you wish you were. What's done is done. There's nothing you can do to change that. Just start today. Make yourself proud today. Light yourself up today and give yourself motivation to do it again tomorrow. All right, that's not the tangent I expected to go down today, but here we are. Let me now introduce you to the two topics we'll be discussing today. The first, actually the second, will be talking about ways to eat plenty of vegetables even in the cold. I know it's tempting to cozy up with a lot of coffee and maybe some chili, very healthy food, but don't forget to add your veggies in there or whatever else you like to eat in the cold and to forget about those veggies because maybe your morning smoothie doesn't sound as tasty to you or maybe that big salad at lunch is not what you're craving. I will suggest to you several ways to get in veggies, even in the colder temperatures And even before we do that, I'm going to share a shocking finding on cholesterol. If you think you should get your cholesterol as low as possible, you've got to hear this one. So let's go ahead and dive in. All right, my friends, this study is huge. It's a June 2023 study in the Journal of Alzheimer's Disease all about cholesterol. Now, I am first going to say having super, super high cholesterol is not a good thing. But I've said for many years that artificially lowering our cholesterol too low has negative implications for the brain. And this study laid it out so clearly. I'm so glad to have something to look back and reference. They followed 759 participants 
aged 60 or older for several years. They did rely on food frequency questionnaires, which means the people had to report what they were eating. So it's not perfect, but as we've discussed many times, you can't put humans in cages for years on end. So this is often the best we have in terms of nutrition studies. Now here's what they found. Those people who ate a lot of dietary cholesterol, so when you look at the food label and you see cholesterol on there, had zero impact on their cognitive function, except in non-Hispanic black individuals where eating more dietary cholesterol actually improved cognitive function. Now, I've said many times before that eating cholesterol, the cholesterol you see on the nutrition label is not the problem, but here's where it gets really interesting. Now we're measuring blood cholesterol, like what you see on your annual lab work, and get this across the entire sample, and especially for non-Hispanic white individuals, there was a positive association between dietary cholesterol and cognitive performance, meaning that those with too low cholesterol did worse in terms of cognitive function. This is exactly the opposite of what many well-meaning people are leading you to believe. And I want to remind you again, you can get too high. There is such a thing as cholesterol that needs to be lowered with food and lifestyle, ideally, and maybe some supplements in there. But if you're staying within the normal range and you're an individual over 60 concerned about brain health, this may be a great reason to not get your cholesterol too low. I have said many times, I don't want my cholesterol too low. I don't really look at total cholesterol. I like the breakdown much more. But if, because many people are more familiar with the total cholesterol, if my total cholesterol was like 120 or something like that, I would not be happy. I want my HDL alone to be as close to 100 as it possibly can. It usually doesn't get that high. But I know cholesterol is essential for so many functions in our body, for hormones, for brain health, as we're discussing here, and many more. So we don't want to get too low. We want to stay in that optimal range, but maybe if you're concerned about your brain health and you're especially over 60, or if you're me and I'm not over 60, but I'm concerned about my brain health, you don't want to get it too, too, too low. Now, as a bonus for you, if you want to find out about the ratios for cholesterol and the breakdown and a little bit more about cholesterol, Go on to Instagram and DM me at the lion share. DM me just the words cholesterol ratio on Instagram, and I'll send you details about those ratios. I will also put the link to this study that I'm referencing on cognitive function in the show notes. For now, let's dive into the veggies of the matter. Alrighty, it's time for the veggies of the matter. And today we are really getting into the veggies of the matter. We are talking all about veggies and winter time. And maybe a little known fact, depending on how long you've been hanging out with me. I was born in Connecticut. I lived in Connecticut until I moved to Texas in fifth grade. I also went to college in Boston. I worked in New York for a while. I went to business school in Chicago, and the common theme of all of these places is the weather. And you know what? I love the weather. I really do. I texted my sister today to tell her I loved the weather, 
And she asked if I was just trying to put on an air of positivity and convince myself that I liked it or if I really liked it. And I told her the answer is both. (laughs) Part of me truly loves it. Like I love the sweaters and I love soups and stews and hot tea and blankets and being cozy and having a fire and all of that kind of stuff I truly do love. And then the other part of it, I told her, I'm laughing at myself that I'm sharing this with you, is that I kind of like feeling hardcore when I'm out for a run and the snow flurries and I'm doing something hard. It's like eat the frog, do something hard for yourself. Then everything else feels easier in the day. And getting out there in the cold weather allows the opportunity to do something hard every day. So I like the cold weather um, just as a preference. I don't, by the way, I do not like the Texas summer. So I won't complain about it in Texas. I I don't believe you can complain about something you can control. And I'm choosing to live here in Texas, but that's not my favorite season in Texas. I do not like the brutally hot summers. So anyway, preferences aside, I'm talking about winter and vegetables today. And winter is a time when people tend to eat fewer vegetables It's not as natural to go to the farmer's market. In fact, the farmer's market closes around here. Many of the farmer's markets close around here. Some of the staples like tomatoes and things like that, berries that we generally look forward to in the summer, they just start tasting not as good, mealy or not juicy or not as uh, tangy or sweet or whatever. And the produce section at the grocery store just somehow gets passed over for other sections in the grocery store. So today I want to help you prevent this from happening and keep including veggies in your winter diet. So I'm going to go through briefly my top 10 ways to eat and enjoy vegetables in the winter. I will also link to the blog post that's coming out today with the same uh, tips. And in the blog post, if that's a format that you like, I will put a lot of additional resources. So if I mention soups, for example, which I will, I'll post a list of my favorite slow cooker recipes and my favorite instant pot recipes and things like that. I will, um, just include as many resources as I can. So head on over to that blog post, which is at the link in your show notes. All right, let's get into the top 10. My first tip is to switch to heartier salad bases. For a lot of people, it's normal to have a salad for lunch or something like that. In the summer, it can be like mixed greens with shrimp or something like that, a light kind of uh, springy or summery salad. But in the winter, that doesn't always sound as appealing. So I like heartier salad bases like cabbage, kale, arugula. That still gets me a load of veggies in a meal, um, which is one of my favorite reasons to have a salad, but it tastes a little bit more wintry. And I'm going to share one of my favorite salads. You've seen it a few times already on Instagram, but I love it. I love the combination of flavors. The base is cabbage and kale. And then I put on top roasted butternut squash, roasted beets, roasted Brussels sprouts, and roasted asparagus. And I like to add some baked chicken or grilled salmon for protein. And then I like this Tessame's honey poppy seed dressing. That combination of all those veggies with the cabbage and kale and that dressing and the protein, it is 
awesome. So if you're looking for a hearty wintry salad, check that one out. Tip number two is to enjoy a bowl of pasta. (gasps) What? I know Megan is telling you to eat pasta, but I'm talking about zucchini noodles or butternut squash noodles or beet noodles or even those miracle noodles in quotes, which are shirataki. They're made from uh, seaweed based shirataki. Uh, and all of those noodles are great ways to get in extra veggies with something that tastes a little bit more like comfort food. So I'll again link to my favorite 20 spiralized veggie recipes in that blog post. Next tip, I mentioned it, is to enjoy soups and stews. They just give you that comforting feeling, right? They're tasty, they're healthy, they're filling, they're warm, they're satisfying, and they can be a great way to sneak in vegetables, which you know I love. Just like with any other meal, I'm always aiming for half the volume to be vegetables. Then the rest can be broth or protein or beans or whatever. Um, And I will post some links to recipes there as well. Next tip is to have them prepared in advance. Something about maybe it's the days are shorter, there's less light, we want to watch Christmas movies instead of be in the kitchen, whatever, but we forget about our food prep in the winter. And food prep always makes our health goals easier. So prep those veggie packs. Don't expect yourself to go down and chop up carrots when you need a snack. Have your veggie packs ready to grab. Tip number five is to try new seasonal items. So Try um, some winter fruits, which are clementines, grapefruits, oranges, pears, persimmons, and pomegranates, or try some winter vegetables. All of these are in season in the winter. Artichokes, beets, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, carrots, cauliflower, kale, parsnips, radishes, turnips, sweet potatoes, and winter squash. Whew, that was a lot. There are tons of things that are in season in the winter, uh, and I will post, if you want a free little printable, I'll post a link in the show notes to my seasonal produce guide that you can download for free. Next tip is to remember the benefits of veggies. So of course, we all know that they're great for our health, but try to remember some of the specific benefits. They strengthen your immune system. So important now. They reduce inflammation. They fight off cravings. They slow down aging. They fend off chronic diseases. They increase your energy. They improve your digestion. I could go on and on and on. And if you latch onto one of those, like I want more energy, I'm going to eat more veggies, then it can be easier to get them in. Next tip is to be fine with frozen. Frozen vegetables are actually frozen at the peak of their ripeness, which means that generally they have even more nutrients when you eat them than the fresh produce in the grocery store. Because the fresh produce, we call it fresh, but it's been sitting in trucks and on shelves for weeks and weeks and weeks by the time you eat it. And every minute off the vine is reducing its nutrient content. So frozen veggies are a uh, very helpful addition to your kitchen at this time of year and always. Next tip is to roast them. Roasting makes every vegetable taste better. I am totally convinced. I like to just preheat the oven to 400 or 425. I take out a baking sheet. I spray it with avocado oil. I cut up the veggies into bite sizes, put them on the pan, 
spray it again, add some seasoning, which I'll talk about in a second, roast them for 20 or 25 minutes. Some of the starchier ones like the potatoes or parsnips, they might need a little more time. And some of the lighter ones like asparagus or zucchini, they might need less time. So just keep an eye on the oven, take them out as soon as they start to get crispy and that caramelized, crispy, awesome roasted flavor will make anyone like veggies more. Next tip is to play with some fun seasonings. I often just do salt and pepper or a basic seasoning salt blend or something like that. But when I get out my spice cabinet, which is large because I like buying spices, and I just play with different spices, spice blends, I have so much fun. So check out Primal Palette spices, which I like, Penzi's spices, any spice blend. Spices are great for your health, so play with them. Add on plenty of spices. And then last tip is to celebrate every single time you get them in. Last podcast episode, we talked about making our health goals fun. And part of that is celebrating every time you achieve something. So I want you to celebrate every single time you eat some veggies, give yourself a physical or metaphorical pat on the back, put a smile on your face, feel good that you're doing something great for your health. With all of those 10 tips, I hope you're inspired to keep up your veggie habits in the winter. I know you will feel better when you do. Well, hello there, friend. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Wellness Your Way as much as I enjoyed delivering it to you. I care so much about delivering the best quality information to you through this platform and all the work that I do. And if you're finding what you need right here from this podcast, then great. Share it with a friend because that really, really helps more people find Wellness Your Way and then move on. But if you need a little more customization and direction on how to actually take the strategies you learned here and apply them realistically to your life, then I invite you to consider a LionShare one-to-one program. I've taken my over 10 years of experience, that's over 12,000 direct one-to-one hours with clients just like you, and I've refined my approach to get the best results for people and give you the information you actually need to build sustainable health solutions. I now have a team of amazing people, four fantastic women working for me directly with two of them being nutritionists who help me serve you. And we are ready to serve you in 2024. You can snag a free initial consultation just to chat with me about your goals and see if you're the right fit for our programs. Just go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash Lions Initial Consultation, L-Y-O-N-S Initial Consultation, all lowercase, no spaces, bit.ly slash Lions Initial Consultation. The link is also in the show notes for you to set up that free chat. I can't wait to talk with you soon and make 2024 your year to finally feel your realistic, sustainable, healthiest self. Thanks for listening to another episode of Wellness Your Way with Megan Lyons. I always love connecting with listeners, so be sure to follow me on social media. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss brand new episodes each week. 
If you love Wellness Your Way, please leave us a rating and review. I appreciate it so much. Stay well, and I'll be back next week. The Wellness Your Way podcast is provided for information only and should not be misconstrued as medical advice. Please consult with your physician or otherwise qualified practitioner on any matters regarding your health and well-being or on any opinions expressed within this podcast or the LionShare website.